Hello beautiful, how are you today? Oh my goodness, I am so excited to share this special episode with you. My sister, Jennifer Bell, asked me to be a speaker at her Courage to Heal conference. And I said, yes, of course I'm going to come and speak. And this is the conversation that I had with her community. And I just wanted to share it with you too. I must say there is a trigger warning. I am talking about trauma. And if you're not ready, you're not in the space to hear that, then that's fine. You can just come back later. But I hope you are blessed by this message and see you on the other side. In 2011, I found myself laying on my back, looking at the stars. It was a warm summer night. And my eyes were just open in disbelief. I was lying on sand and it was right next to a road. And this could have been about 2 a.m. in the morning. There's one man who held a knife to my neck. And another who was kicking me over and over and over again. And I just thought, oh my God, is this really happening to me? And they were shouting at me and telling me that if I made any sound, they would kill me. So I let out a silent scream. I didn't call out to my mama. I didn't call out to a lover. I called out to God. And I said, get me through this. Can you get me through this? And in that moment, I heard God say, I am here. And whilst they defiled my body, I could feel his presence with me every single moment and I just waited until they finished and run off but God was there every second two weeks later I had gone to the hospital I had got I had reported to the police um, I had gotten medication and, you know, all the things that you do when something like that happens to you. And, oh my goodness. I was given very, I was given a lot of medication and very strong medication. Uh, one in particular to prevent uh, HIV. And... Oh, it just felt like it was stripping the meat off my bones. It felt like I was just a shadow of myself. My skin was gray. Ooh, I was, it was so bad. And I'm naturally an introvert. And 
my family sat and watched me just go deeper and deeper and deeper within. And they said, we're not going to let this happen. So what they did is they took me for prayers because that's what we do. We pray away our problems. And I sat in this room with a priest and I sat with him alone. I explained why I was there. And he said to me, go for therapy. I said, you're not going to heal me. You're not going to pray for me. He said, I'll pray for you. But go. What you need right now is you need to go for therapy. And I'll tell you what. I thank God that a man of the cloth told me that I should go for therapy. Because that saved my life. It was at that moment that I decided that I needed to heal. Now, I named this talk, I called it The Hill, for two reasons. The first reason is my name actually means hill. And then the second reason is that when I decided to heal, it felt like I was standing at the bottom of a hill and I was just about to go on a journey up. And I didn't know what was in store for me, right? And I don't know how many people here have gone hiking or, you know, go for walks. So the first thing that I realized is that nobody can do the walk for me. No one can take those steps for me. I had to do the work. I had to take those steps. And as much as I wanted somebody to just come and save me, as much as I, I wanted somebody to take the medicine for me, I am so bad with medicine. <laughs> I would uh, vomit the medicine. So I had to take a medicine to take medicine. That's how bad I am with medicine. So I wanted somebody to do it for me. If somebody could do it, I'll pay them. As much as, you know, having to face what had happened was hard, I had to do that. So I had to make that choice. So when I decided that it was time, it was time to heal, I took that first step. Now, sure, you're going to have people like your family, your friends, people that love you dearly. And even professionals, like therapists, like doctors, who are going to be with you on this journey up. But 
Their job is not to carry you up that hill. That's not their job. Their job is to walk alongside you. Their job is to guide you of where to step. Their job is to cheer you on and encourage you when it seems so hard. That's their job. But it's you who has to do the work. So I started that journey. And something about the journey is as much as you see a hill, it's never just like a straight shot up, right? <laughs> You're kind of going in curves. It may even go up and down. But, you know, you will get to a point where you just feel like, oh, my goodness, this is so hard. I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. But what I want to say to you is I want you to look back. And you will notice that even if you're halfway up the hill, it's still quite high. And you have done so much already. Look at how far you've come. So instead of just sitting down, why not just keep going? Because you're almost there. I'm not going to lie. When it comes to healing, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. You're going to cry. You're going to scream. You're going to kick. You're going to shout. Do whatever you need to do. But it won't always be easy. But I'll tell you what, when you do finally get to the top of that hill, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, such release. That's when you begin to understand what the fruits of the Spirit are. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. All of those things just flood into you. And when I got to the top, what that looked like for me was to not flinch when a man came near me. It meant that I could walk outside the house by myself. The top of the mountain looked like me being able to say, I was raped by two men and not cry. Uh, I got there and I was just like, oh my gosh, peace, 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 finally peace. I have some peace. And then God said to me, I need you to go down. Excuse me? I just got here. He said, 
I need you to go down the hill. I said, but God, <laughs> you know what's down there? There's just pain, suffering, agony. And God said to me, the point of getting you up this hill was never for you to stay here. The reason why I brought you up here was so that you could go back down and tell people what you experienced up here. Tell them that if they choose to go up that hill of healing, what they will find at the top is glory. I said, I don't want to tell my story. <laughs> I don't want to. And he said, your mess is your message. It was never just for you. You need to go back now. And then God said, remember Remember what you said when you were lying on the ground in the sand. You said, if you get me out of this, you will do my will. And my will is that you go back down. Okay, God. Okay. So I went back down the hill. And along the way, I started what is called Africana Woman. And this is where we facilitate difficult conversations, much like this one. Much like this one. I'll tell you what, I don't like to tell my story. <laughs> I don't think it's, you know, something that ah, anybody would want to hear. But there's something that I teach people, and I say it all the time, which is know your roots, grow your purpose. And no actually stands, it's an acronym, it stands for K, knowledge, knowing who you are and whose you are. When you go back to the beginning of my story, when I was lying there being defiled, I knew who to call on. I knew who to call on and I called on God. N stands for nourish, nourishment. And when I began that healing process, I had to nourish my body, nourish my spirit, nourish my mind and renew it. And then O is operate in obedience. 
So when I got to the top and I was given an instruction that I needed to go back down, that was me operating in obedience. And W stands for weakness because we cannot do everything by ourselves. We have to let God put the super in our natural. We have to know that if we have been called to bring about a movement of healing, of peace, that it cannot be done alone. But you have to let people help you. And that is about surrendering, surrendering control and allowing people to come and support you. And that's what I've done with Africana Woman. I've built a community that is so supportive. We celebrate each other. We collaborate. We are connected in so many special ways. But before I end, I just want to talk a little bit more about operating in obedience. God and Spirit is always speaking to you and giving you instructions of what to do. There are things that you have been called to do. There are stories that you are meant to tell. And a lot of times we kind of brush it aside. We say, ah, we make excuses. We say, ah, no, it's not the right time. I don't have the resources. I, oh, the kids are still young. I can't get this done. But when you're operating in obedience, You're never really supposed to know how it's going to get done. It's about surrendering and just saying, use me, Lord. Use me. Because if he has given you the vision, he will give the provision. So let go. Just go ahead with it. Don't worry about the how. It will happen in the way that it is supposed to happen. But let go. A lot of times people look at me and they'll say, you know, I get a lot of people <laughs> pulling me to the side and they ask me, how is it that you can tell your story and still have so much joy? The other day, somebody said to me, you know, you started your story off by telling us about your pain. But instead of choosing bitterness and anger, you have chosen love and peace. And that's what you choose to share in this world. So all I'm saying is allow yourself to heal. Give, you, give yourself the gift of the courage to heal. 
Walk up that mountain. Find advocates. Find people who are going to walk with you all the way. And do the work. And when you get to the top, my prayer is that you don't ever stay there. But you're going to come back down because somebody needs to hear you. Somebody needs to hear your story of victory so that they too have the courage to heal. My name is Chulu. I am a storyteller. I am a wellness entrepreneur. And I'm a mentor. Thank you so much.